You are Locked On Seminoles, your daily podcast on the Florida State Seminoles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages from all over the country, welcome to Locked On Seminoles. I'm your host, Max, and sitting thousand miles apart, but it feels like he's right next to me. I got Aww. Drake. Buddy. Well, first, before I ask you how you're doing, we have to acknowledge the um, elephant not in the room, and that is David. Uh, he has a sick dog. Elvis is not feeling well, so our best wishes go out to Elvis, and hopefully, you know, the trio will be back together next Monday. But how are you doing, buddy? Uh, I'm good, man. I'm good. I mean, I feel great. Just hopefully, you know, just back over to Elvis. I mean, that like it. I don't, mostly don't know what you know. He's a uh, don't know Dave or his Dave's dog. He's a beautiful Boston Terrier, cute little guy. Probably like I don't like small dogs, but probably I Dave's. I thought it was a Chihuahua. Nah, he's a boss. It's a Boston Terrier. I mean, I think it's a Boston Chihuahua. Maybe that is, is that what it I is? know because Dave can't say Chihuahua properly. Oh, he's, is that why? He says chi- <laughs> yeah. He says Chihuahua. I'm like he said that one time. I was like, I was like, is that is that like your is that the stripper name of a Chihuahua? Like at a weird dog strip club? Like the Chihuahua? <laughs> it's the same place where the, all the dogs are playing poker too. But I know on a serious note though, like that dog is like so cute, so well behaved, and hopefully you know he just feel, feels better. So yeah, so uh, feel better, Elvis. We're thinking about you, bud. But other things we're thinking about are Florida State related. So uh, I don't know which one we should start with. Let's start with Florida State specific. Now let's go broad and let's go then let's go specific. You guys may or may not have seen yesterday the NCAA released a statement that said they have approved the one-time transfer rule for all sports, which basically means uh, gone are the days of having to either graduate and then use the grad transfer to play immediately or sit out a year after you transfer. Uh, every athlete in every sport, assuming the final vote on the 28th is passed, which they expect it to pass, will now be able to transfer to any school one time in their collegiate career and have immediate eligibility. So yeah, I mean, it's big news. I don't want to stay on it too long because it's not like FSU had anyone we're looking at right now that was waiting on this decision, but I think it fundamentally changes how you look at the landscape of college football. I think there's some fears that this creates sort of a free agency, but uh, look, Here's my thing. Most athletes go pro, go pro in something other than sports. I'm a big believer in if you want to put all of your eggs in one basket, this is America, you should be allowed to. So if a student athlete thinks that the best decision for them, both athletically and academically, is to move to a new school immediately, by all means, let them do it. I don't think they should be punished for that. Um I think it's it's up to them. If you weren't starting at your current school, your chances of making it to the league are probably pretty low. J.J. Watt, Russell Wilson would say they disprove that, but I would say they're the exception that proves the rule. Um, so, I, you know, like if I'm James Blackman, it, sorry to take a shot at the kid, but he's the best example I can think of. I would rather have a degree from Florida State than a degree from Arkansas State. I would have stayed with that team, said I'm not going to the NFL but they'll pay for you to graduate in three years and get a master's and start a doctorate. That's what I would do. But hey, kids should make the be- the decision that's best for them. And I'm all for the NCAA giving them that freedom. 
No, I agree. I mean, I, this I think is a long time coming. As we know, it's a one-time transfer. It's not you know continuously happening back and back and forth, back and forth. But no, I think it's a big thing, especially now that I think the ruling state. I think it's, I think they already voted on it, though. I think it's going to be in effect. I think for this year specifically, though, if the kid wants to utilize it for this year, this season, it has to be done by July first. And it's not just football; it's you know, all it's, it's encompassing all sports. And I think this is big for us specifically because that we, I think we saw at the spring game, and I think we've discussed this, you know, ad nauseum, is that we probably need another tackle. We need another offensive line player. And I, like I've said before, that transfers are not going to stop until probably like August. And I think that there's going to be a few kids that, you know, are going to be leaving. I saw we saw Curtis Fan enter the portal yesterday evening. And I'm pretty sure there's going to be a few big names going to be still on the market for that. So I think this is huge. And I'm right there with you with that. I think that if a kid wants the best opportunity to succeed or, you know, to push the envelope a little bit, a little bit to see how long their career can last, why not go out there? Just don't – I've never been a fan of limiting these kids and their opportunities. So I think this is huge. and It's a big step for a, uh, for the NCAA. Yeah, no, agreed. Um, anyway, just it, – look, it's a level of bureaucracy. The council approved it, but the board of directors has to approve it is the next vote. But that's – yeah, it's effectively a formality. It's like the bill is on the president's desk. He's got to sign it. Theoretically, could have a veto. Very, very unlikely for this one. You're right, though. That's a good point. I mean, there, there, there may be some kids that were waiting to see if this happened. Uh, so yeah, stay tuned. We'll have news for you on all the transfer portal stuff over the summer. Academic years are going to be ending in the next 15 to 30 days. Or I think if you go to school up north, it's probably more like 30 to 45. But nonetheless, uh, the transfer market will open up. And I know folks are going to be waiting on Twitter with bated breath. But in other news, we saw renderings this week of Florida State's football-only facility. If you're asking yourself, Max, what's a football-only facility? Well, friend, it's a facility that is only utilized by the football team. Now, while that may sound sarcastic, I know, I know. But no, it's it's an – well, it varies varies school to school. So the idea is that football being the primary sport with a very large roster – with a very large staff, should have its own place where they can do all the things they need to do from training to rehabbing to – I almost said training again, but the first time I meant weightlifting. This time I mean massages and tapings and stuff, all that good stuff. But it is kind of morphed or gotten like Godzilla level out of control into this crazy football-only facility arms race. I'm pretty sure Clemson's has like a whole putt-putt golf course. Clemson has a dope slide that goes from the top of the facility yeah. over to the bottom. And then like and then LSU has the the specifically tailor-made lockers with recline chairs, aka this is where you're gonna sleep, kids. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're gonna be in there for most of the time most of the time they're there when they're not in class. UCF has a lazy river. Uh Oregon has like an insane Xbox setup. Point is, this probably seems like, well, what do these kids need this for? And folks, I don't know what industry you work in. I don't know what you do for a hobby. I don't know any of that. But in every aspect of life, there's some sort of keeping up with the Joneses arms race. And one-on-one in conversation, when you and I are having a beer together, we bitch about it. And we say, oh, this is so dumb. I'm not spending that much money just to look like I'm you know, one of the people that belongs in this category. But as a collective, as humans, we all do it. So this is big for Florida State. It's important. We can't be the one school on the block that doesn't have something. 
RFOF is going to be very simple, um, elegant, and it looks very, very tasteful, if you will. Although there is a massive hot tub complex. That was pretty sweet. I mean, the, the hot tub is going to be dope. But no, I mean, the big thing is, though, that FOF is literally, you know, how you explained before, it's a football-only facility. Typically, football players don't share stuff with other sports, and that's the one big thing. Like if you want to get the workouts in, if you want to have filming by yourselves – you can do that with the FOF. With currently right now, you have to share the facilities, you know, with the golf team, with the baseball team, with the cross country team, and like we all know, football is the bread and butter of our school. I mean, let's get let's face it. I mean, I'm a big proponent for you know other sports, you know, being being there as there as well. But F, but football is the breadwinner. So football, you need to appease them, and football, you need to make sure that they get the resources that they need to succeed and win. And this mom and pop shop type of thing, where you know you share with everything, it's. It's not going to work in the long run. When you see schools like Alabama, when you see schools like LSU, Clemson, that they have acclimated so much money towards putting their own FOFs. And it's finally nice to see that these are old pictures, but it's nice to know that we have the money set up now. And also that these are new renderings as well with the old ones. And it's, they actually have a location now. I think it's in between the Moore Center and the old, the old IPF. So I'm very excited with that. Yeah, they're going to cut off part of the part of the outdoor practice facility. Yeah. So yeah, we are we are entering the arms race and this just speaks to the organization of Mike Norvell, the organization of Michael Alford. And uh, you know, as much as we don't want to give big Dave Coburn uh, too much credit because we have bashed some of his decisions, it speaks to him. I mean, look, starts at the top with him and President Thrasher. It goes down to Michael Alford. It goes down to to Mike Norvell. And, you know, great. We're we're crushing it. You have to give the okay for that, especially with Coburn, who's a big, you know, the numbers guy that counts. So he did obviously give the okay for that. And if we're being honest here too, it's Norvell's a part of his due because I guarantee you that if Norvell didn't have like somewhat of a plan of an FOF before he got hired, he probably would have told us no. Yep. No, exactly. In just a couple minutes, we're going to have the second part of our two-part series of our interview with Michael Moose Lewis, strength and conditioning and D-line coach at Gobby High School. If you didn't check out the first part about the camp scene and the dead period yesterday, go back and give that a listen first, then come back and check out our interview with him. Uh, it was just a fantastic conversation, and I'm pumped for y'all to hear part two. So folks, if you love football facilities, and if you love keeping up with the Joneses, and if you love talking about transfer rules, but also love other sports, after you listen to us, make sure you swing on over and check on Locked On Today. 20-minute quick hitter with our boy Peter Bukowski. Tells you everything you need to know in the world of sports. Draft is coming up, uh, and yeah, he'll he'll be a great, great resource on that. And finally... If you're stoked about other sports and you go listen to Peter and you're fired up about the NFL draft and you want to bet on some props, like who is Jacksonville going to take in round one? Big question mark. No one knows. They haven't even said it yet. Uh, head on over to betonline.ag and put your money where your mouth is. Betonline.ag isn't just a football site. They've got the NBA. They've got the NHL, MLB, and most excitingly in the next couple weeks, they have a ton of prop lines on the NFL draft, and they've also got some crazy stuff if you want to get wild and uh, you know, bet on all day long cricket matches over in foreign lands. But that's betonline.ag. They got you covered. They got news, scores, and odds, and it's the best place to pit play, best place to place your bets. Max, use your words, brother. So head on over to betonline.ag and use promo code locked on L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. And they'll even give you a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. And then there's the other side. And again, we won't take too much of your time explaining this because I that it 
I love that explanation. I now get it. Um, then there's the other side, which I think if you grew up in Florida, you're familiar with travel baseball. Like that was the big thing. Everyone, AAU I'm, basketball. Yeah. AAU yep. basketball is the other one. Like I, when I lived in the DC area for five years, AAU basketball there is massive. My, oh, uh, one of my coworkers kids was involved and it's nuts. Um, here. Yeah. So is that sort of what the seven on seven, not the camp, but the seven on seven scenes become in Florida. It's just a, is it like all travel? Like how do kids get on those teams? You know, how early do they start playing together? How does that kind of work? Man, it, it it's, it's kind of all over the place um, as far as a spectrum, but there's a, you know, a very, very broad spectrum. And I guess it would be the same for travel ball and AU basketball and things like that. Um, some places, depending on how they do it and how it's formed, it's people with their high school team. They've created a seven on seven team and, you know, whatever. And they travel and do, which there's a lot of AAU teams that are like that to where, yeah, there's a couple other players, but for the most part, it's kind of our high school, right. our area's team that, you know, we travel and, you know, we play. Other places and other situations, you know, it can go as far as, you know, I've known some teams that they don't even practice. You know what I mean? It's just kind of right. like, hey, they show hey, up. I'll come in, uh, yeah. Are y'all coming this weekend? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be there. All right. Yeah. What, wait, all right. What are we running? All right. Let's do this. All right. You got him. You got, you know, some, it can go from as structured as, hey, this is basically our high school team to we just grabbed whoever and we're all, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. basically. Yeah, we, we had a kid like that uh, when I was playing, I actually played roller hockey growing up in Tallahassee, like, but travel pretty serious. We had a kid like yeah. that that was so good. Like, he ended up playing, it's kind of weird, but he was playing like professional roller hockey at like 16. So, yeah, we'd be getting ready to go to like the tournament in Atlanta, you know, and it's like, oh, Casey's getting on an airplane to go meet up with his team based in Washington State, and they're going to play in a tournament in Canada. Have fun, buddy. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stuff like that, like those yeah. kind of all-star teams where you're like. Yeah. And Travers Hunt does that now, too, and for you us. Definitely, too. definitely get teams like that. You get teams to where, um, you know, and there's, you know, there, there's a lot of opinions out there about these leagues and the, and the adults that run them and things like that. And, you know, there's definitely people out there who just kind of, you know, choose their run of the best guys around, mm -hmm. you know, link them all together and, you know, get them to play, which, Hey man, I'm, if that's, if that's what you're able to do, cause that in itself is a bit of a skill to be able, Hey, Hey, you want to come over and play? Hey, you, hey, and then get them yeah. all together, have the jerseys set up all that. Hey, you know, and to me, you know, a lot of people are super against it because, you know, there's a there's an attitude about it. And they, you know, they're spiking the ball in the guy's face and they're, you know, they're doing that. Yeah. And, it, you know, you know, the defense is holding more than usual. The quarterback is patting the ball 10 times. And, you know, they're, you know, just depending on the right. league and depending on how structured it is and how well raft it is and all that good stuff, like it can get it can get just, you know. Out of, out of hand, just depending on <laughs> depending on where where and how it's being handled and controlled and all that, it can get out of hand. But um, you know, there's a there's just a broad broad spectrum of you know how, how the seven on seven thing right. can can go and how it can be handled. But you know, in my opinion, you know, if guys are getting a chance to compete, you know, mm -hmm. I, I I can't really get too mad about it. You know what I mean? You know, yeah. uh, there's a side of me that's kind of like you can learn bad habits, you know, that that's a thing that, you know, a lot of people that do that don't want to talk about, but um, you know, you gotta be careful what you get good at. You know, if you spend, you know, even if you're lifting with us and doing this, doing track, whatever, if you spend all of your time playing technique that is not even allowed 
in our version in like a real football or, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. if you're a quarterback and you're just sitting back there in one space with no rush and, you know, sometimes you'll see certain throws. I'm like, bro, you threw that through the center. Like there's, right, right. there's there would be an offensive line to run. You know what I'm saying? Some of like the little shallow throws and stuff like that coming across the middle. I'm like, hey, man, you threw that through the left tackle's back. You know what I mean? Like certain certain things you have to get, you know, you have to remember, you know, be careful what you get good at. But um, do you think that's part of because, again, it's I remember, you know, like sevens used to be a thing, but it was like, you know, sevens was sort of a, a thing you did at practice. And now part you of know, practice. It, yeah. now it's, it's your half your highlight reel is your sevens tape or your elite 11. Do you think that's why it feels like we're seeing some of these kids really bust when they get to college because they're hyped up on stuff that maybe doesn't work when the pads are on and you have 11 guys out there? Or do you think it's just we hear these kids' names so much more than we used to because of social media that it's the same number of busts. We're just more aware of it. I, I think it's the latter. I think it's, you know, I, I, I don't think that we're necessarily, and, and there's, I'm not saying that there's not some of, of that, mm-hmm. but for the most part, I think that, you know, and you, when I talk to college coaches, they're not necessarily straight up using that to evaluate, you know what I mean? That, that, that's not their, that's not their big, big key. Like, you know, if and 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 COVID was weird, and you know, so COVID, you know, all, and with the dead periods and all that, like there, half the time they want anything on film of you being athletic, doing something. So you know, there's guys measuring using measuring tape to show how tall they are. They're yep. just jumping, you know, showing themselves dunking. So you know, they're just mm-hmm. doing whatever. So if your thing, as far as just hey, here's just something abstract to show you, I'm competing. I'm doing something athletic. Like we post guys running, jumping, doing, you know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Your thing was hey. I've shook everybody on the seven on seven field. Here's this clip. Cool. I'm not saying that, you know, flat out, like having showing the skill set on the seven on seven field won't help you get recruited. For it sure. can, especially, especially now it can, but in terms of just overall recruiting, they're not like, if you send, if I send someone's tape off and it starts off with seven on seven film, they're probably going to turn it off. They're going to turn it off. Right, okay. they, they, they're going to turn it off. You know they know what so, we're talking about right now. They have these same conversations. I bet. It, like, exa- exactly. Yeah. So if there, but if there's a kid that they know can ball or is a prospect or, you know, and they're not sure about certain things, or if they're, they're in the process of recruiting them, evaluating them. And then they, and then, and then you send him, you send the coach clips of him, showing his athleticism right. and agility and ability. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's showing a skill set. You, yep. you got hands, you can do this, you can do it. You know, they're even without protection. There's certain balls that you can see a quarterback throw and be like, okay, he can spin. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, yeah. So if you say, say, for example, you are on your, on your, on your, uh, your high school tape, a crazy athletic quarterback. And they're mm-hmm. thinking like, mm, he might be a receiver, but then you turn on your, your, even if it's seven on seven film, and maybe it's just because of, hey, the offense that we ran, I run a lot of option. And I'm the most athletic right. kid on the team. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm skating with the ball. But you throw my seven-on-seven seven film where I have to sit back there and throw, you see him, you know, throwing, you know, wide side of the field corner routes. And you yeah. see him hitting the, the deep post. And you see, you know what I'm saying? You can see, all right, he can bang a deep comeback on time with spin on the ball. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. there's certain things that you can mm-hmm. see just as a skill set that can help you get recruited, but in terms of just flat out, like, all right, hey, this kid's a seven on seven baller, FSU sign him. Nah. Yeah. yeah. It's a practice. Yeah, it's and, the, and the inverse of that too tape. with QBs, it's a, it's harder to hide your flaws because there is no pass rush for Elite 11. Like wherever, you know, 
Justin Fields that did very well. You had a you know a Malik Zaire and Asante Ward who performed poorly at Elite Eleven because like if you have no pass rush and you're missing your target, that's a huge red flag. Yeah, like and that's that's usually the thing. Like if it's if it's crazy bad, then sure, I guess you, you can put a red flag on it. But um, it's just it's it's at the point where some people some people whether it's good or bad are making it too much in my opinion yeah okay yeah. Yeah, it, it's it's too, not too many devil. grown men sitting around the around the uh, around the twitter sphere talking right. about so i retweet and, and twitter, every twitter time like okay twitter's <laughs> like that in a lot of ways you can find the outrage if you look for it you know what i'm right. saying so exactly so there's people who are just like ah oh, this seven on seven the way that they are and they're backflipping and dancing and da, 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 da. hey man it's 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 like a bro let them play compete have fun dance right. do it, whatever folks if you don't want to sacrifice great taste when you're trying to eat healthy i've got great news for you and that is the good news of built bar built bar is not like a regular protein bar it's a cool protein bar seriously i liked its room better so i made it trade me in all seriousness though Built Bar has 18 amazing flavors, 6 new, 12 originals. So you get the flavor of a candy bar, but with only 5 grams of sugar, 5 grams of carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Look, you've all probably walked outside. It's getting warmer. Summer's coming up. And social media is going to be buzzing once this pandemic's over. So you're going to want to look your best. And a way that you can do that is by grabbing Built Bar Every time you need a snack, getting some protein in you and getting fit. So head on over to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. People love to find evidence of the narrative that, that stars don't matter. Stars don't matter. It's like, oh man. Now you, I'm sure, we, you know, I would yeah. tell my kid the same thing. 11 on 11, 22 on 22 on the high school field that night. Yeah, they have one five-star kid. You can beat that team. Jameis yeah. didn't win a state championship his senior year. You know, it's like, right. yeah, yeah. but like there's a, you know, come on, guys. We, there's a reason why they're, these people get paid, you know, do what they do and they rank them this highly. There's a reason for that. You need to see on the tape. Typically. But the, the thing is with that, okay, the big thing in terms of saying stars don't matter, like you have to understand what stars mean. Um, mm -hmm. like, I don't think that the general public even understands what stars mean or how they come about. A lot of people really, a lot of people really truly think that there's scouts who are watching all these people's film and they have an expert eye and they're ranking these kids. And that's mm -hmm. not the case. No, that's not the case at all. That's that. And that's where it, that's where, you know, the quote, right. you know, that well, stars don't matter thing is true. However, here's how it goes and why there are there is some validity to stars this is also why a lot of the best players and people who are like are the the you know the big proponents for hey or big examples for stars don't matter are like two and three stars right mm -hmm. because the fives are easy right okay yeah like you have to think straight out outliers Massive, Six five two twenty as a seventeen year old massive, kid run it yeah massive <laughs> stature size physical ability whatever the case may be the five stars are easy okay they're easy they're they're, 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 off, they're off the easy. bus kind of guys like you okay they, that guy plays football for they, six, five, they're five, easy five. the five stars are easy all right four stars are usually just a drop down from that okay mm -hmm. usually just a drop down maybe they're not quite as massive maybe usually the five stars are like they have it all. And they have a skill set. 
Right. Okay, so you're not just going to be huge and like a terrible lineman and be a a, a, a five star. Okay, right. that's that's not gonna, usually the, the, they have they check off every box if they're a five mm-hmm. star. Like it, they're they're those are easy. The fours, okay, the four stars are a combination of who you're getting recruited by. That might be the biggest, mm-hmm. and then all of the other factors. So, and do they have the requisite size? Do they have certain elite skills? Like if you know you're blazing fast you know, crazy twitchy, whatever the case may be. And then from like about four ish, three down, it's, I could, I can, I can't even tell you how many times a kid was not ranked and then got three stars the minute X team offered them. Yeah. The band bump. And that's why it's like stars don't matter is because if you get recruited by certain schools, or if you commit or if you, whatever you're getting offered by certain schools, just off of that, without watching any of your film, the right. two four seven or whoever, they'll tag them. They'll just, oh yeah, they'll throw they'll throw two and three stars at Interesting. whoever. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's why there's been like spoofs on um, people creating fake accounts on Twitter, and you know, <laughs> like, you know, can I just get a kid to a three star that and, doesn't? And, yeah, exist? and the next, yeah. you know, he's got a two four seven account and he's got three stars. Like, <laughs> and it's not even a real person. It's because that's half of it. Is they're just gotcha. looking at who's offering who. Who's doing that? Like, so, you know, it's so not like real. And then exposure at camps too. Like you, there's certain kids that, you know, that don't go to camps and they're also, there are kids that, you know, shouldn't be ranked as highly, but they're at every single camp and they will miss it and they'll be seen more. Yes. That, that's, yeah. that's, you know, and you know, sometimes, you know, and there, there's, there's people all over that have all, all that kind of going for them, whether it's, you know, they're at every camp, and they just get seen more or, you know, they don't go to camps, but they have great film. Like it kind of goes both ways, but yeah, that, yeah. The, so the, the three whole, stars the, is really the whole where stars coach has to make their is, money as an evaluator, basically. Like that's where if you're recruiting in the three-star range, which, you know, we've got a great class, we've got some fives, but the three stars where it's really like, you got to hope your coach is a good evaluator. And that's where as a fan, we should be wary of, three stars doesn't mean a whole lot. We just got to hope that Norvell's seeing what we think he's seeing and, and that's when we'll find out if he can evaluate talent or not. The, and and the 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 thing that I would say to do when it comes to three stars, like if your if your team's getting a three star, once you see three stars, look for yourself. Okay, okay. like that. That's what I would tell any casual fan, anyone who's like a, a, a booster and alum. When you see three stars, go look for yourself. Okay, like because. The, like I said, the fives are going to be easy. You're going to turn the film on, and you're going to be like, oh, yeah, he's going to be a Right, we know Travis Hunter's a freak. We, could, like, we, that, we know he's the best athlete in the country. We, yeah. right? It's not a surprise. He jumps so, up, yeah. catches the ball so, with two fingers. And, like, and, he's, cool. and he's, so an, he's an example. Now, to see him do seven on seven, it's like, duh. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, okay. Yeah. I, I watched him do that in the state championship game. I think they, they lost. And I was like, who mm-hmm. is that kid? I don't right. care. I know they lost. Who is that? Who's the guy playing for Collins Hill? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, like yeah. I, or whatever the name of the school is. Like, I, I had to see because it was ridiculous. The stuff he was doing on offense and defense, the five stars easy. But the thing with a three star is it could be as someone who's only got three stars because FSU found him, mm-hmm. but he should be five. Okay. Does that make yeah. sense? That yeah, make sense? we have a kid like that right now, actually, too, with Nigel Lee Kelly. He was a three, and that kid's going to be a five star, but mark it down. Do you see what I'm saying? So yeah. it's one of those things to where if FSU finds him first and offers him first, that alone he'll be three stars. But then when you see that three, gotcha. go look for yourself. Go look for yourself because you'll you'll have a kid who's a three star because FSU found him at Podunk 
high school that doesn't always produce a good high school player. Well, that was Tamori and, and Terry, right? Didn't yeah. we find him playing with Pokey up in up in uh near where where are they from? They're from he, near he's Macon, from Georgia. Georgia. I think he's from it's from like near Ashburn? Macon, right? Like it's like South. Okay, I thought it was Southwest Georgia. Uh, yeah, either way, it's a small school. No one's small, they're not known for right? talent. And you and you you pluck those guys out of there, then yeah. all of a sudden, oh, that, and that's what I'm saying. Where the we whole now we have the six foot five freak speed athlete catching it, the ball, and everyone's like, "How the heck did we sign him?" Right, and he's a three star. Like, come on, man! Like right. that. It, it's it's just because he didn't get a whole lot of publicity. He wasn't. He didn't get touted up like that. But when you see that three star, if you go look for yourself, you can you can then you from there you can be like, okay, he didn't get recruited, but Jesus Christ, this kid is going to be really really good. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And sometimes, absolutely. Sometimes you know, depending on your eye, then then it comes down to like a football eye, and you know, understanding the skill set. Sometimes I see, you know, especially when with linemen, you know, I'll see guys and I'm like, all right, he's mostly just big. I don't know, if, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like. And well, because at that, the average it, high school, like we talked it, about, this. it's so hard to. That's yeah. one of things with linemen. It's so hard to gauge if how many you're kids in your hallway are two hundred eighty-five pounds, right? Like, so of course it, those kids are going to stand out and look like, oh my gosh, I bet he's good. And then when it comes to blocking, I'm thinking, okay, when the when the when the playing field is leveled, because if you're just knocking down a bunch of one hundred eighty-pound DNs, right. <laughs> yeah, you should be caking them. You know what I'm saying? Like that's they should be they when you flick them they should fall. You know what I'm saying? But I like to look at okay now okay he's got a block down on a big heavy three technique. Is he moving him? Is he digging him out? Is he is he like moving people that look like they could be grown men? Or if they don't look like they could be grown men, if is he just is is he moving people that are big? And if they're not that big, is he throwing them around like he should? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's right. There's like, are you running no up the score when you should go. and be? Yeah, no, absolutely. So, but so sometimes I'm looking and I'm like, man, yeah, he's big. He's got decent feet. But I'm like, man, when the people are, are across from him are as big as him, he's gonna struggle. Like, I and that like 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 I said, that's more of a football eye thing. Mm-hmm. But you know that that's I definitely I football. <laughs> I I definitely would say like you know don't be wary of a three star go look for yourself because it, gotcha. it might be a diamond in the rough. It might be like a reach. All right. Thanks, Drake, Max, Moose. It was lovely talking to all of y'all again, to all of our listeners, because I haven't done one of these in a while and we're getting towards the end of the week. I just want to take a moment to say thank you so much for your love, your support, your listens, your likes, your follows, all of that good stuff. We do this because we love it. It's, it's, a hobby, but it's more than that. It's a true passion of ours and having the support from y'all keeps us going. So again, from the bottom of my heart, all across the country and to several of our listeners in various parts of the world, thank you for taking the time to listen and we will see you bright and early first thing Monday. I'm Max, we had Drake, and this was Locked on Seminoles.